The Bonfires of Social Enterprise with Detroit-based Rami Gingrass of Gingrass Global. Rami's field notes and tips. This is Rami. I want to thank you for tuning in to this session of Field Notes and Tips. And guess what? We are going to talk about natural data. Woohoo! Very exciting. I want to talk about how to identify the data that comes out of a social enterprise naturally. This discussion around natural data is all in the context of measuring your social impact. Now, one of the reasons I want to talk about this particular topic is that it's one of those elements of social enterprise that tends to cause a lot of chaos. Measuring social impacts are really important. At the end of the day, it has to do with accountability and transparency. It's important. I think everyone is in agreement with that part. It needs to be measured. Now, let me show you where this can become chaotic. Consider some of the following questions. What do you measure? How do you measure it? Do you use data or formulas with data? Whose data and formulas do you use? Where do you get the data and formulas? And here's a few more. How does that data compare to others? What does the data mean? Does the data translate into a monetary value? How is it used for goal planning and strategy? And the last one, my favorite, who do you try to please? Which requests do you attempt to satisfy for social impact measurement? Oh, phew, it's kind of exhausting, isn't it? Yes, it can be if you don't have a simple method of putting together the measuring methodology. So I'm hoping I'm going to help you out today and give you some notes on what to avoid and tips on how tips on how to dance right to the finish line of measurement. Okay, let's get to it. I'm going to discuss four main points on this podcast. Since we use the bonfires as an analogy to illustrate concepts, let's imagine a large bonfire. This time, let's put ourselves in a part of the world that's uh, cold at times. Let's make the location northern Alaska. As a reminder, the bonfire itself represents the business element of your social enterprise, and the warmth it provides to persons around the fire is the social mission and impact. You intend to keep people warm. We use the analogy because the bonfire needs focused care and attention to keep it running so that the social mission can be delivered. Okay, so imagine you've built your fire and you have six people by the fire. Imagine I walk up and I'm an investor. I would like to give you money to either enlarge this fire so that more people will fit around it or have you build more fires in additional locations so that you can make more impact. We would proceed to have a discussion around how to measure that impact. I ask you, how will you measure your impact? Immediately, you easily respond, well, I can count how many people are around the fire, and I will send you a report and pictures of this monthly. Great, I would say. And then I would ask a few more questions. How do you know they're warm? And what if I want to know how their daily warmth affects the families when they go home at night? Hmm, now this starts to be a little more complicated, doesn't it? The reality is that unless you ask the people around the fire, you're relying on that person to let you know if they're warm or not, right? Well, I guess you could force them to use a thermometer and take their temperature as a requirement for being around the fire. And how will you know what happens with their family unit when they're home at night and you're not there? You would need to rely on them to tell you probably. Maybe some sort of survey, you start to think. Okay, 
Pretend we work that out and discuss it, and you agree to give me that reporting too. Now, I have one more question. I want to know the effect you're having as a social enterprise on elementary-aged school children in other cities in Alaska. I want to know even if hearing about these bonfires and what you're doing is inspiring the children and giving them hope. You see, I'm actually doing a study, and I'll give you an additional $100,000 if you can find a way to measure this for me. So what are you thinking right now? Okay, now I'm abruptly going to change gears on you and create four points of awareness for you. I'm a firm believer that when you shine the light and create awareness on a situation that people grab the information and use it. It is just that we live in a busy world and sometimes we don't slow down enough to consider simple and basic things that can make our lives easier. So here we go. Awareness point number one, data versus formulas. Now stay with me here. This is real basic, but stay with me because for some reason, this is a big area of confusion. And it's my theory that people are just so busy, they're running over it. Okay, so data could be numbers, figures, and other recorded facts, let's say. These items are items that you can track or obtain. Formulas, on the other hand, are mathematical relationships or some sort of expressed rule. The formulas are what we plug the data into so that some type of statement can come out the other end. For example, if you know that each prison inmate in Michigan costs the state $32,000 per year to house them, a formula could be stated as one inmate equals $32,000 of cost. If I want to find out how much it costs the state for four inmates, I would multiply four times $32,000 to obtain an answer of $128,000. So just know the difference between data and formulas. Data are numbers that you plug in and formulas are how do those things express themselves against or relate to each other. Awareness point number two, your natural data versus other data. Okay, so your natural data is data that's easily observed or obtained from your own organization in the natural course of doing business. You don't have to do something extraordinary to obtain this data. You can produce and obtain this data organically without trouble. For example, if you are growing heads of lettuce hydroponically, you can count how many heads of lettuce were grown. You can count how many you sold and you could count how many you gave away for free. This is natural data. You're tracking this as a normal activity in, during the course of your business day. If you're hiring returning citizens out of the prison system, you can count how many people you've hired. This is natural data. If you're paying them an amount well above minimum wage, you can count the difference in what you're paying them by running a payroll report because it's already probably tracked. It's natural. Now, what about our bonfire analogy? Your first response about how you track the impact was about the natural data. When you responded, you could count how many people were around the fire. Boom, natural data right there. Do you see where I'm going with this? To qualify as natural data, it must come from within your organization, and it must be easily obtained in the normal course of operating your business. You don't have to do anything extraordinary to obtain it. 
Now let's contrast this with somebody else's data. This is any data that's outside of your organization. This is facts, numbers that you do not have in your own possession. Somebody else has it. Let's say you have a business in Virginia where you're hiring people with mental disabilities. Somebody asks you how many people are in the state of Virginia that have mental disabilities. Would you be able to answer that with the data from your business or do you need to go elsewhere to obtain it? See, yeah, you have to go elsewhere. Somebody else is collecting that data, most likely. As a matter of fact, you would have to take the focus off of your own organization temporarily to either make a call, write an email, make a visit to obtain it, wouldn't you? Know that you don't have to walk away from your fire to obtain natural data. If you take nothing else away from this entire discussion on this podcast, I want you to really understand that you have a set of natural data. You can plug your data into other formulas. If you're trying to understand how your data relates to other factors and expressed outcomes, there are times that adding other data obtained from outside of your organization is very, very helpful and meaningful to the broader community. But what I'm trying to highlight for you is that reporting your natural data will keep you plugged into your own business and you won't be distracted. You'll stay focused on your fire. In our earlier example, the other data would be obtaining answers from folks around the fire on how warm they were or how their families are doing about it all. That's other data. It comes from outside of your organization. Awareness point number three, choosing formulas. Okay, formulas can be very helpful to express outcomes. For example, if your organization is hiring returning prison systems in Michigan, you can plug some of your natural data into the state's provided formulas to express some impact. Let's say your business did hire four persons, as we stated earlier. What's your natural data? I'm hoping you're going to say four employees. You plug in your four employees' natural data into the state's formula, and you can now say, based on the formula provided and information provided by the state that each prison inmate costs $32,000 to house each year, I can say that I have saved the state $128,000 per year that they do not return to prison or something like that. You're citing where you sourced the formula and the other data and you plugged in your own natural data to make a statement. I would submit that you can also report out on the natural data you have about the income tax that was generated for the state because of your employment. You have that on your payroll reports most likely. So it's not bad to use other data or formulas just be sure to cite the source and be sure not to commit to reporting out on it in the future as that's not in your control. The only thing in your control is your natural data. So if you commit to a stakeholder that you can continue to report out on something that requires information outside of your organization, you can find yourself in a mess pretty quickly. And this becomes an integrity issue. So try to only commit to reporting on your natural data. Okay, awareness point number four, avoiding butterfly formulas. Are you familiar with the butterfly effect? The term was coined by a scientist named Edward Lorenz. There's a great article in the MIT News dated April 16th, 2008. I'm going to read a little bit of this article. A professor at MIT, Edward Lorenz, was the first to recognize what's now called chaotic behavior in the mathematical modeling of weather systems. 
In the early 1960s, Lorenz realized that small differences in a dynamic system such as the atmosphere or a model of the atmosphere could trigger vast and unsuspected results. These observations ultimately led him to formulate what became known as the butterfly effect, a term that grew out of an academic paper he presented in 1972 entitled Predictability. Does the flap of a butterfly's wings in Brazil set off a tornado in Texas? Lorenz's early insights marked the beginning of a new field of study that impacted not just the field of mathematics, but virtually every branch of science, biological, <laughs> physical, and social. In meteorology, it led to the conclusion that maybe that it may be fundamentally impossible to predict weather beyond two or three weeks without a reasonable degree of accuracy. End the article. It's interesting to me that he was also known as the father of chaos. Now, what does this have to do with our discussion? When it comes to measuring your social impact, a butterfly formula would be a formula that would require such extraordinary sets of other data that you would completely almost walk away from running your business to obtain it. Remember when we were around the fire and I asked you to get me information on young school children's level of hope? because of your bonfire warmth? Well, that would qualify. To obtain this kind of data would require extraordinary effort and really putting your business at risk. I'm hoping we're all starting to see the pattern here. The more you focus on reporting out your natural data, the more you stay focused on your organization. The farther you move away from natural data to others' data, others' formulas, to butterfly formulas, is in direct relationship to how far away you are moving from running your business. Okay, now that you've had this very important concept <laughs> hammered home, I'd like to spend a few last minutes talking about how to talk about all of this with key stakeholders. You personally may or may not have experienced the pressure of reporting this kind of impact when you have funders or stakeholders. Much of the pressure can come from the funding community, whether they're aware of it or not. They are legitimately trying to establish respectful accountability and transparency. The burden to let them know what is your natural data and what is not really belongs to the social entrepreneur. It's very important that the social entrepreneur communicate what they can easily obtain and what they may have to source. It's helpful to the key stakeholders if you actually report out why the natural data is easy to report and how attempting to obtain these other items may take you away from running your organization. I promise you that the folks who are supporting you with capital resources and time would like to know what helps and what causes chaos. Okay, that's all for now, folks. I like to speak life and goodness, so I'm going to declare that just by listening to this podcast, your process of measuring your social impact just became much more simplified and easy. I look forward to hearing any stories about how you were able to differentiate your own natural data and make your reporting easier. Email us at develop at Gingrass Global or hit us up on the Bonfires of Social Enterprise website. You can also find us on Facebook at Bonfires of Social Enterprise. Happy counting! If you enjoyed this podcast or found it useful, email this link, bonfiresofsocialenterprise.com, to a friend and help spread the word. Music by Dan Castle and Thomas Rojo. Portions of this podcast have been provided by Rami Jingress and are copywritten 2015 Jingress Global LLC 
and are disseminated by Flatlands Avenue Productions by exclusive arrangement with Jingrass Global, LLC.